say it again. Good morning to everybody because it's 11 o'clock here central in the United States. And uh, you are listening to Luca's World once again. Good Saturday morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on what. Well, not really evening yet. But um, we have all kinds of stuff to talk about. I hope you guys listen to that intro a little bit more carefully this time than um, any other time, simply because we're going to be talking about it in the next few minutes. Uh, that's going to be my first segment. After I give out the numbers and after I talk about the donations and the book of the week. So here we go. Uh, if you could please help us out and uh, make a donation, it would be wonderful um, to support RBN because, you know, we, uh, we need your help. And we are desperately, we need a cushion to uh, pay the bills in the meantime. Uh, everything seems to be going good, but uh, it really does help. If you even pay $5 a month reoccurring, then they know the $5 is coming in and they can budget that way. Uh, the number to call for that, for the donations, is 1-800-724-2719, extension 3. I'm going to say it like the commercial does. 1-800-724-2719, extension 3. Or you can donate by mail to RBN with your money orders payable to uh, RBN and send it to uh, 2251 Double Creek Drive, extension 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. The numbers to call, to call in today, uh, 512-248-8252 and 1-800-313-9443. I would please ask you to... uh, Be uh, mindful and considerate of the time and preparations that it takes for shows like this to do, especially only one hour. So it's very helpful if we can stay in context with what the show is about. And uh, for the book of the week, well, it's um, very special because this is week two of the John Stadmiller book drive. And... um, it's called Lucifer's Children, The Kingdomless Kings of the New World Order. It's, it's a book previously owned by John Stadmiller, and you can get that with a, um, a donation of $100 or more, and you have the chance to win. And remember that if you don't win a book this week, your name will carry over into next week's drawing. So again, for donations of $100 or more, uh, you get the previous books that uh, were owned by John Stadmiller that are going to be uh, given, uh, not given away, but, you know, uh, we're going to be uh, doing them with the uh, donations. So uh, it's really, it's even more of an incentive. Um, And we're going to be all over the place because Thanksgiving is coming up and um, we're going to have Rolling Bear talking to us about Thanksgiving and the Pequot Massacre and uh, other things of that nature next week um, because I hopefully will be able to do a live show. We're not sure how that's working out yet, but we'll find out. And uh, today we're going to be basically going Native American style again because I know people are enjoying it. And we're going to have a really powerful read that I have about the post-human world agenda and how it's focused on children all the time, how we're being kept from nature, how it's a big deception, and also how some Native Americans are really helping out uh, in, you know, helping out in destroying or genociding the culture. It's that simple. And, you know, it's something to look at because my problem that I'm developing 
is that I'm seeing all kinds of truths. And some truths are not popular. Some truths they're, to- they're telling you to stay away from, you know. Uh, and some are just not good to talk about, Luca. Well, because, you know, too many people are, are depending on, on the way the world is right now because of these things that, that have been put in place. And we don't want anybody rattling the cage. And it's usually people making the most money that are in positions of the least amount of integrity, if you know what I mean. And then there's corruption, and then there's sex trafficking, and then there's, you know, so this is how it's working. And I'm exposing, and apparently it's not popular to expose certain things. Um, But that's the way it goes, because it's stuff, you know, I'm told I have to do this, I have to speak about this, and that's it. It's got nothing to do with ego, it's all about intent. And this is why I can sleep good at night. Um, That music you heard, this is how I want to start the show. That music you heard from my intro, it's from Sean Colville, and it's called Sonny Came Home. And um, the reason why I wanted to start with this this week is because if, if I ever get somebody telling me, oh, copyright infringement, oh, you know, you owe this much for all the times you played that, if I ever get something like that happening, I'm going to simply tell them very quietly uh, that I tried at least three times to either email their book, her booking agent, uh, find out what the record company is and send them an email or somebody somewhere asking them to please forward the message to her, asking her permission, just like Hitler did to the Native Americans of the Southwest, asking her permission to use her song. Uh, what Hitler did was he, he went to the tribes of the Southwest here and asked them permission to use the swastika. And then you find out that they, they then sent a delegation to Hitler to offer him a war bonnet, right? But we're not going to – we never heard about that, right? Uh, see, this is what I mean. There's another uncomfortable truth, right? So uh, if ever Sean Colville uh, or her management does something like that, I can either tell her, look, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, I can either dedicate all my shows to you or I can do something more that's more relevant. I can play drums on one of your tracks on the next album. How's that? That would be fun. Or go live and just have a special uh, special invitation, a special guest uh, sitting in on her song. Uh, you know, Luca came home. Why Luca came home? Oh, no, it's called Sunny Came Home, Luca. Well, today it's called Luca Came Home. There's a reason for that. If you look at her lyrics for the song, pretty heavy duty. She co- Sunny came home with a mission. Sunny came home with a vengeance. Uh, oh, light in the sky. Oh, hold on tight. The world's burning down. She's out there on her own. She'll be all right. Um, I was thrown out of the house at uh, 16 and a half years old and sent to Hyde School in Bath, Maine, in the United States here. Hyde School has a certain uh, protocol that says that once there, uh, the parents have to sign a form saying that you know they do not allow for the return of their their son or daughter back home. They have to either drive them back home or somebody's going to come and get them or hide or find a way to get the the uh, the person back home or back back to school, right? They're not allowed to uh, accept you back home. So what happens? Uh, after rolling logs from one end to the parking lot to the other and suffering military style abuse and uh, hypocrisy galore 
and then you find out how corrupt things are, and then you're sent into a three-foot ditch in the pouring rain with a shovel, and you're told to keep shoveling until there's no water in, in there and it's pouring rain. And the, uh, you know, the, the guy walks off with, with his umbrella and his raincoat, and you're stuck in there, and I just dropped the shovel and left. Of course, the first stop is back home, right? My mother says we're, we're not allowed to take you back home. That's all there is to it. We cannot allow you back home. So I said, okay, do me a favor. Just put the little Honda on, on the road for me, and I'll be gone. And I left. You know, yeah, supposedly the, their divorce was because of me, etc. Okay, I have my own story. I have my own skeletons in the closet. Very quickly, this has a lot to do with Sun Elk. Because uh, Sun Elk from, from the, uh, the Southwest, um, his account of life after Carlisle Indian School, after the residential school, okay? So in his case, it's, uh, it's heart-wrenching. And I just made the connection this week. So this is the first show that I'm talking about it. My connection to this song, to Luca Came Home, because uh, Sun Elk comes home to his reservation after... Uh, being in the residential schools, we know what happens. First, they cut your hair, then they spray DET on you, then they refuse to have you speak their language or your own language, or you get your collarbone broken, being thrown across the room, or you get thrown out of a second-story uh, building, uh, a window, uh, you know, because you didn't clean the principal's uh, office properly. Uh, they were abusing them left, right, and center, doing whatever they wanted with them, courtesy of the government of both Canada and the U.S. Long story short, Sun Elk gets to go home after the schools close, and they don't have anything. They, you know, get away from us. We don't, you know, we can't do anything more for you. Uh, nobody's going to hire you because you look Indian. Um, in the school, this is very relevant because I went through the private school system, which is run by nuns and Catholic idealists. So it's exactly the same thing as the residential schools and um, boarding schools, etc. This is from, from uh, Sun Elk himself, and I'm, I hope everybody's listening. They told us Indian, uh, Indian ways were bad. They said we must get civilized. I remembered that word, too. It means uh, be more like the white man. Be willing to be more like the white man. And I did not believe my Indians' ways were wrong. I, I knew that they weren't wrong at all. Uh, but they kept teaching us that for seven years. And the books told how bad the Indians had been to the whites, uh, burning their towns and killing their women and children. But I knew that white men did that to Indians. Uh, we all wore white man's clothes and ate white man's food and went to white man's churches and spoke white man's talk. And so we all started thinking and saying Indians were bad. We laughed at our own people and their, own, and their blankets and their cooking pots and their sacred societies and dances. I tried to learn the lessons, and after seven years, I came back home. It was a warm summer evening when I got off the train at Tao Station. The first Indian that I met, I told him to run to the Pueblo and tell my family I was home. The Indian couldn't speak English. I had forgotten my Pueblo language. And, but after a while together, he learned what I meant. And by you know, making movements and talking and trying to communicate, he started running 
back home telling my father, Tulto is back. Tulto is back. I went home with my family. The next morning, the governor of the Pueblo and two war chiefs and many of the priest chiefs came into my father's house. They did not look at me. They did not even speak to me. When they were all assembled, they talked to my father. Uh, your son, Rafael, who calls himself Rafael, uh, has lived with the white men. Uh, he's been far away from the Pueblo. He has not lived in the Kiva, nor has he learned the, the, the things that Indian boys should learn. He has no hair. He has no blankets. He cannot even speak our language. And he has a strange smell. He is not one of us. Okay? So, not only does he get ripped away from his Indian culture, his Indian family, his Indian ways, and gets thrown into that and forced to what I just said, and then when he comes home, they don't accept him. Sorry, he's not one of us. Um, this is what's going on with me, in essence, because I'm exposing everything that I see. Oh, no, Hitler didn't do anything like that. No, six million what was invented since 1820-something. No, sorry, you know, what we have been told is a lie about everything. So, uh, you know, I'm exposing everything, and this is what, what's happening. Your family says, oh, see ya, bye. You know, you're embarrassing everyone. Uh, you're, you're, you know, you're in need of help, you know. Uh, so um, it's getting to be like that for me. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the scene in the 1800s when, when uh, Waldo Emerson goes to visit Henry David Thoreau in prison. Mid-1800s, perhaps. Uh, and you right away you know who's who. I've told this story before, but i got to say it again. Okay, because this is what it feels like. Waldo Emerson comes in and, you know, he's kind of looks at Henry behind bars and he says, Oh, Henry, what are you doing in there? And right away, Henry David Thoreau gets up, grabs, grabs a hold of the bars, and he says, No, Waldo, what are you doing out there? See? And you can't talk butterfly language with caterpillar people. It doesn't work. See? So what do you do? At a certain point, you have to make a decision. You know something now. Now it's absolutely appalling. You have to expose it. Or you're no better than they are. See, that's how spirit works. That's, this is why nobody wants to know anything. This is why everybody's got their head in the sand. Like an ostrich? No, I don't want to hear it. No, because they know that once they do hear it, they have a responsibility. They, it automatically sticks to them, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's the same thing as men faking their women. It's the same thing as, you know, uh, all, all this trance nonsense. And we're going to find out about that, too, because I have an incredible reading uh, for you, which is going to be incredibly torturous for me, because if many people know me, I have a problem with reading. I always have. And uh, these, this is my way of dealing with my skeletons in the closet by forcing myself to read stuff online or live. Whew. Okay. Um, there's, there's something about truth. And 
I've said it many times before, and this should be this should be like a, a part of my disclaimer. Because they say, you know, the truth will set us free. And you're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've we've all heard it, right? But if you really think about it, uh, the truth has to do with waking up from the lies, says Don Miguel Ruiz. The culture of the lie, okay? And becoming truth itself. You practice truth to the degree that everything you say acquires the depth of truth, and eventually everything you say becomes so. It becomes truth. So that means that you have become truth. You will not allow anything else but truth. That's a good way to alienate yourself, Luca. That's that's a really good way to uh, put a rope around your neck. You know, as far as socially, uh, well, what's more important? Doing what you know and knowing how to save the world and spreading seeds or doing like everybody else and going to get drunk, you know? You, you know, they, this, this whole thing about sugar and poisoning and alcohol, look at the seasons. Look at what, what's coming up, you know? Sugar, holiday, and then pie, holiday, and then alcohol, holiday, or the three combined, yeehaw. See, and they wonder why they have a hangover the next day. I used to laugh. I used to say, I think I'm the only person around that wakes up the 1st of January with no hangover. And I couldn't be happier. Um, so I, I want to share a couple of memes as we go along and talk about mashishka. Mashishka is the word for, for money. And how the Indians once tried to take the land or, you know, not take it, but, you know, buy land from the Indian, like tried to make sense to these morons, savages, uncivilized, whatever you call them, uh, and, and offered to pay for the land. Okay, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the post-human world agenda coming up in 30 seconds. We have a break coming up. Thank you so much. What a good producer this guy is. Thank you so much, Frank. If it is Frank, I think, yes. Uh, see, that's what I mean. People that do their job well, they love doing their job, so they love, you know, working together with the host you know oh you know 30 seconds oh thank you you know uh roger that you know all full engine start roger roger houston you know um and it's going to be a good show and i thank you for listening to me going personal there for a bit but it was important so now i have something to send to to uh, sean colville if uh, if anything happens or if i do get in touch with her even better hey listen either either listen to one of my shows or get me on one of your albums there you go Problem solved. We'll be right back. This is Lucas World. Don't go away. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. 
buy gold, buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. Drinksupertea.com. This is my wave song. We're back on Lucas World. This is my wave song that the producer lets me talk about my time when I was 13 years old. It's going down a wave. And I get pulled back. And I get... I go down the fastest wave I've ever gone down, 25, 30 miles an hour. And I never forgot it. Thank you, Frank, for that. Uh, we're back on Lucas World. This is really important stuff we're going to be talking about if I don't stop. If I, stop, if I can stop coughing, I mean. Um, very important, okay? Your money is not as good as our land. That was the message. And why am I telling all this? I'm, I'm, this is really important to understand. Just like World War II, the truth of, about World War II is really important to understand in order to understand what's happening today. Uh, our past with the Native Americans, the theft, the genocide, the uh, eradication of these savages, as, uh, as Washington said, the fox and the Indian are, you know, they live in the forest, although they, they differ in shape. They're both animals. Okay, this is Washington saying this. How convenient. Um, your money is not as good as our land. Okay, cross, uh, Blackfoot Crossing, now a national heritage site, uh, has a story on the website 
describing Crowfoot's encounter with uh, <coughs> white treaty, uh, treaty negotiators. And according to the story, the, uh, the white man said he would give Crowfoot money or pieces of paper. So Crowfoot grabs a handful of clay and he balls it up and he waits a bit and he balls it up, make sure it's nice and nice and good and the way he wants it, nice and tight. He puts it on the fire. And then he asked the negotiator if he would do the same with his paper money. And it's like, oh, of course I, you know, of course your your money uh is not as good as our land now, is it? Um the wind will blow it away, the fire will burn it, and the water will rot it. Nothing will destroy our land. You don't make a very good trade. Um, but as a present, and this is probably something that most people have heard here and there in the uh, annals of, of, of the world somewhere, you know, bouncing off the ether of the universe. Uh, as a present, we will give you anything you can take with you physically, but you, we will not give you the land. That's how he said it. And speaking of doing a bad trade, I do have an Indian joke that, that I have to throw out because this is, this is really cute. Uh, picture an older non-native uh, woman in her 50s or 60s, uh, beautiful blonde woman driving a, a red pickup through a dusty road in somewhere south, in the southwest. And there's a Navajo woman, an elderly Navajo woman waiting for a ride with her thumb out. And as soon as the lady in the red pickup stops, there's dust everywhere. And when the dust settles, you know, she's coughing through it in, in, in her pickup. And, you know, the Navajo woman doesn't even, she breathes normally. She, it's, it's like, you know, been there, done that, right? She's been there. She's lived like that all of her life. She gets in the van, in the truck, I'm sorry, and they both take off. Finally, they start to talk and... The Indian lady keeps looking over at that bag, that paper bag that, that's between both of them. And first time, the woman driving doesn't say anything. The second time, she looks at her and she says, yes, I got that for my husband. And the Indian woman looks at her and smiles and says, good trade. Yeah, good trade. She got that for her husband. Get it? Good trade. Uh-huh. I thought that was great. I really did. That's one of my favorite ones. Okay? Um, so, we have a problem because Luca saw something that Luca is not very happy with, and Luca knows that this is exactly how we dilute Native America. And the word dilute is pretty popular this week with me because that's what we're doing. We're diluting laws we're diluting definitions. We're diluting Native America, okay? And here we go. Um, wow. It, you know, my grandmother always told me, you don't talk about people behind their back. You don't uh, judge people, okay? Well, this is not a judgment. This is an observation, okay? Deb Holland, um, She's got something on Facebook going around saying how proud we should be of, you know, the second Native American woman in Congress and how wonderful this is and how things are changing and setting a precedent. Okay. Uh, sorry. 
I find it so, so shameful. Uh, but very few of us know this. And every time somebody says, oh, we're so proud of her, you know what? They don't understand. Okay? In Luca's world, that's the way it is. You know why? Uh, I'm sorry, but she betrays her own people and goes to work for those that genocided her people. Okay? She, She walks in the same halls that people walked while they were genociding her own people. Oh, okay, we'll go work for the enemy, right? Oh, that's progress. Um, they're laughing at her, first of all. You know, oh, yeah, you know, give the Native Americans a little win. You know, we'll, have, we'll tolerate her, right? And it's far from being indigenous help. We'll be right back. This is Lucas World. Don't go away. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. Or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, 
mineral pitch, asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. seem like it folks it may not seem like it folks but this is exactly what we are doing we are tearing down the walls and i'm gonna get my wall torn down if i don't answer to bill from kentucky on line one first welcome to luca's world hey good hey good good day luca good talking to you again uh luca there's probably one guy in the senate you probably would like he's he's from oklahoma he's a republican he's native american named mark wayne Mullen. And this week, I don't know if you kept up with the news or not, he about kicked the ass of of some guy that was over the Teamsters Union that was trying to kind of bully him around the written kind of insulting things to him. And and, yeah. and he's, he's Native American. He's a member of Cherokee Nation, but he's a senator from Oklahoma. And this was in Washington, D.C. The guy was, tried to start a fight with him. He got up, took his wedding ring off, and, and, and started to walk toward him. And then that idiot, Bertie Sanders, who was chairing the committee stopping that labor committee thing but that guy i wish he was mm-hmm. our senator instead of that feckless idiot we've got in kentucky mitch mcconnell i wish mark right. mullen was our senator <laughs> but that's well you know anyway, they, they, they're, they're all uh, they're all pledging allegiance to israel by now i mean five years ago i think what 85 percent of them were pledging allegiance to israel and not america so i'm going okay i'm, I'm pretty sure most of them now are are that way but, you know, you cannot be in the Senate and be a Native American working for you. You can't walk with two left foot moccasins. That's how they say it. Um, but I appreciate okay. your calling. It's really good to know that. I did hear about yeah, a fight, too. Yeah, did you hear about that? Yeah. Uh, the other yeah. thing I want to mention, and I'll leave you alone. What, is no. it true that Hitler was a na- uh, was an admirer of the American Indians? I, you know, somebody told me that one time, but I didn't, I didn't know if that was true or not. I'm so glad you're mentioning that. If if the swastika symbol offends anybody, they simply need a history lesson. Okay? Because the swastika, crooked or not, is one of the most sacred symbols on earth at this point. Uh, the Hopi were drawing it on the rock something like 20,000 years ago. Hitler went, he, he wanted to find a good symbol for his party, and he's living in Germany, as we know. He went to the tribes of the Southwest to ask them permission to use that symbol. And the Indians are like blown away. They're, they're, they're calling him Copupulos or Copulos. I, I can't remember exactly what the name is. It means an incredibly straight leader, a responsible leader working for his people. So you know what they did? Not only do they give him permission they send a delegation from the Southwest Tribe Indians over to Germany to offer Hitler a headdress. Now, how come I didn't now learn that, that in I school? How come I didn't I, learn I that? Did I, I have the picture of, of the headdress with the swastika on the wall with the German officers there. I have 
two different pictures of, of the Southwest Indians calling him a prophet. Uh, we have one, two, three, four people that I can name right off the top of my head that are European, that are either authors or poets that called Hitler the godsend of Europe. Uh, you know, it, we've been lied to about everything. So you, we have to take our time and go through it. And I can't thank you enough for, for asking about that because that, that didn't really derail me from the show, but that's awesome. We can talk about that as much as we can. Okay, but there are places you can't talk like that. If, if this was in Europe, I'd get arrested before the day's over. Why is that? Yeah. Ah, right? Well, Luke, I'll let you go. I want you to have a good day there. Good talking to you. You too. Thank you so much for calling, sir. Nice to Thank have you. that Bye -bye. ball rolling. Uh, we have Dan from Washington on line three, and this is a blessing for, for Luca having good callers like this today, right. as we always do. How you doing, Dan? Pretty good. How are you? <laughs> I didn't know I'm that about roll. the swastika. I thought I thought he got it from India, Indians. I didn't yeah, know it see, was from. We're, we're uh, lying to us. They're lying to us from all directions. That's what they call okay. the Illuminati. They say the Illuminati's two thousand different conspiracies working all at once. Wow, yeah. yeah, I guess so. I'll check into that. I know the swaz, you know, the various forms of that have been worldwide used, you know, the Indo-Europeans, the uh, Celts, the, everywhere. So is yeah. that it's just kind of a cool design anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, I, I hear this. I think what's happening in Gaza, you know, you could compare it to the Native Americans, but it's a lot worse because... Uh, you know, they they built these cities and houses, and if you look at the population per square mile, yeah, there's about two million people in that little area of Gaza. Yeah, and you know, if you look at the the land that the Native Americans take, like Oklahoma, you know, they got moved out there, but they got anyway. I think this is just pure genocide. So I yes. Now, let, I, I, let me I, ask you. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. No, it's, go ahead. Well, well the, the gambling casino money, because I, I used to listen to a show with Jack Abramoff. He was a Jewish casino guy, and he was caught. He used to help set up these tribal casinos, but, you know, of course, he got caught stealing a lot of the money. But I feel like the Jews have kind of wormed their way into the of course a lot of the reservations, and that's of why course. the they, you know, the Native Americans aren't speaking up at all, really, what's going on in genocide that I see. Like, there's no protest you know or anything. There's, there's, you know? no, there's no pushback now because everybody wants the easy way. All the warriors have died in the, in the last battle. Uh, massacre, not war. Massacre in 1890 on Wounded Knee. Uh, that's, where the, that's where the heroes are. That's where the warriors are. Nobody wants to work as hard as I'm trying to do today. Uh, I, I have something specially for you about the Indian and about Gaza. Listen to this. This is from uh, Dang It Bird. Okay, uh, at Dang It Bird. Uh, people who don't understand how America committed genocide against the natives should so successfully should look at the tactics being used against Gazans. They come for your kids and your family. They surround you and starve you. They use dehumanizing language to describe you, and they talk about God while doing it. Yeah, it's that's pretty well point. it. It's a religious thing, yeah. Well, I don't see, see uh, you know, the Jews are uh, 
very brutal in that sense, too. And, yep. and you got the Christian Zionists, you know, using the Bible. But, uh, it's all the same gang doing the same thing. It's always the same gang since before the Roman times. Uh, I, I actually found out that, you know, the Romans were trying to do away with Germany since then or before then. You know, Germania, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, well, it's they, something they conquered, to look at. They, they conquered the Celts just like the Indians got conquered in a way. I mean, they they spread that. They killed all the uh, mm-hmm. Druid priests and that whole culture. And, yeah. then, and then, of course, Christianity took over the whole thing. Well, uh, you know what? Yeah, the they, Christianity uh, was imposed on them, not really chosen. You know? Yeah, I, I told a really good story er, earlier about Caledonia, how the Romans got their lesson, do not enter Caledonia, because these wild beasts, half animal, half human, were tearing them apart like pieces of paper, and then disappear in the night in the forest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, so wow. there's all kinds of stuff there. You know, we, we don't have the right doing what we're doing when we're violent, and we're taking lives, and that's basically it. So, but thank you for yeah. for calling. Did you have any other offerings today? No, that, no, no. That's just my my point. Is I don't see any of the tribes because a lot of these guys have money, but I don't see any support of God oh, not. from the Indians. They're not tribes, at all. You know, they're not uh, at all. The Native Americans that have money now, they're traveling. They're going around charging for ceremony, which is probably one of the worst crimes you could ever do. With Native American teachings, that that's all going to come back. Mm-hmm. See, this is what we learn. The older we get, the, the more we learn to just let people go, do what they do. They're going to get karma, just like we are. We're going to get karma, good karma, for doing what we're doing. They're going to get bad karma, big time. You know? Good so point. It's all right, thanks for judge. taking the call. Thanks so much. Yep. You have a good day. Thank you. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt anybody, but it's very hard not to talk over each other. Okay, uh, the story of Sarah Dent. I'm sorry, I have to talk about somebody again. Sarah Dent, D-A-N-T, historian, okay? I did very little research on the buffalo slash bison, um, but listen to this. She says, and this is a quote, the story of the American buffalo is a cautionary tale. See, now she grabs us, right? Uh, It's a lesson in how to live sustainably with nature. We didn't do a very good job. We almost screwed it up, but we didn't. And now, so there's hope. It's a possibility of what could come. Okay? I want to really nail that to the wall because um, she's actually allowing all of us to hide behind everything that we did, everything truthful, and why they disappeared Uh, And then lying about it outright, uh, we almost screwed it up. Excuse me. uh, There was nothing but us who screwed it up. You know what we were doing? We were murdering them all from the comfort of a train window seat in lotteries. We were actually paid to sit there and shoot them and let them rot in the prairies where they fell. And she speaks like that. See, this is what I mean. This is literally changing definitions. Okay. Uh, Ukraine now. No, it's not Ukraine anymore. It's the Ukraine. Oh, Kiev. No, it's not Kiev anymore. When I grew up, it's Kiev. Oh. oh, okay. Now it's trance. Now we have John Hopkins University that has a whole 
appendix on their page from A to Z about all the different types of trans this and trans that and WJP, LTQ, whatever, right? This is what they want. They want to completely confuse everybody. And I'm not going to wait, France. I'm not going to have Francis waiting longer. Francis, uh, you're on Luca's world. Thank God. How are you doing? <laughs> um, hello, young man. Ocio, CO, to you. Ocio. Well, I'm trying to do both East and Western band at the same time, so go figure. But anyway, aside from that, um, hmm. I, I, I thought that joke you said earlier was priceless. I loved it. I, I couldn't keep... hear anybody laugh, but... Well, believe me, I got a good chuckle. I was like, oh my gosh, if people actually thought about it, you know. <laughs> go figure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm An Indian enjoying... joke. There's nothing like it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right. Well, I'm enjoying the commentary about various... Uh, practices and traditions and so forth, culturally speaking, are being eradicated and so forth, which to me is reprehensible and a loss, mm. along with, well, everything else is being eradicated for that matter. Yeah. But uh, the thing I find fascinating is that, for one, when you mentioned about the commentary from one politician about the buffalo and so forth, uh, in hearing that, I'm reminded of the, of the film that was done long ago called Dances with Wolves that Kevin Costner had. Yes. Oh, I lost and you. So, and so, uh, of course, at that, uh, the buffalo was uh, known as Tatanka mm-hmm. in, in the native tongue. Yes. So I'm, I'm finding it all fascinating, and I'm actually thrilled that you're actually covering this material. And I look well, forward to hearing more about that. Can I share something with you while you're on the phone? Sure. Go for I it. don't Hit remember it. his name. Because you're catching me off guard with this, and I'm not that good of an encyclopedia yet. My but bad. one of one of the main actors in Dances with Wolves was yes. caught with minor girls uh, sexually uh, assaulting one or two of them. Uh, there was something about trade with Mexico with um, Native American girls, and uh, he actually got thrown out of the tribe uh, for you know there's drug trafficking also in, in, involved course like you know this is what i mean this is one of the people that we look up to just like you hear about johnny cash who almost yeah. who, who tried to literally physically assault uh sashin littlefeather when she went to talk about marlon brando's refusal of the oscar remember oh you know we're finding out all this stuff about hollywood it's 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 insane so i had to throw that out that is unbelievable well yeah, I, I, is- you can find that on google I can't remember oh, his name. Um, well, the actor's name you speak of, unless I'm mistaken, is Kevin Costner. No, 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 was, no, no. This is the one of the guys that were playing the Indians, one of the younger ones with the long hair in the horse scene in the beginning. I think he's oh. not the one that falls off the horse. It's the other one. I can't remember who. But anyway, we're working uh, on it. Well, well, there was smiles a lot. There was also Nathan um, Chasing Horse. There we go. Nathan okay. Chasing Horse. Oh, that's thank for, you. That's for. That's uh, reprehensible. See, and this is what I mean. This is what's going on. This is what you're going to allow if you choose so. Incredible. It's it's, it's unspeakable. And they don't think about the aspect of uh, the uh, the karma or the bad chi, whatever name you wish to call it, bad energy, that they're going to encounter as a result of the action. So No, they don't care. 
This is the horrible Obviously part. Not. You know, this is the horrible part, and that's what started the destruction of the Native American people. And it's even more of a crime because it was engineered by the non-natives, i.e., church and state. What they did was they they took everybody away from their native their native culture, the arch- the um, agriculture, um, all all the respect for the animals and everything. No, you got to hunt as many animals as you can, decimate the animals. Decimate the herd and sell the the, uh, the yep. furs to right. Okay, so there go all the kids. Oh wow, we yep. can go. You know, for the first time, we can go make some money. We can do. This is what the kids are doing today. Same thing. Easy way every time. There you go. Well, now you remind me of the one song by uh, Paul Revere and the uh, Raiders or whatever called Indian Reservation. Uh, it was done, I think, back in the seventies or whatever. And that that song is still priceless today when you listen to it as it was then. Mm. So, go figure. But anyway, aside from that, uh, hit it, keep it going, and uh, may the uh, blessed feathers watch over. Aw, thank you so much. And uh, (laughs) right back at you. Well, meanwhile, I wish you well with the uh, pineapple juice and PBJ. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, you didn't have to say that. Oh, no. Oh, my my bad. I'm going to have one next week. (laughs) Thank you, dear. Have a fun weekend. Take care. Later. Okay, take care. Bye. Uh, okay, I, I just have a few more things. Uh, and I want to honor Stephen Douglas Whitener once again uh, in the last uh, 30 seconds I have before the break. Come, you masters of war. You that build all the guns. You that build all the death planes. You that build all the big bombs. You, you that hide behind the walls. You that hide behind the desks. I want you to know I can see through your masks. Let me ask you one question. Is your money that good? Will it buy you forgiveness? Or do you think it could? I think you will find when your death takes its toll that all the money you made will never buy back your soul. We'll be right back. Don't go away. till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-in lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-in lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure! And the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. Ease off LLC four one seven nine three two six four one nine. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button. 
like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising, and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. the last segment of Luca's World. This comes to us from Sovereign Human Being. Uh, at Sovereign Human Being. I don't know who it is, but it's one, one woman that, that, wrote, that uh, wrote these words, and she was reading them, and I'm going to read them for the ending of the show. I hope I have time. The final goal, she says, is to eradicate humanity as we know it. Once you understand the final destination, it becomes much easier to look back and identify the psychological conditioning, the biological tampering, the cultural grooming, and the educational prepping that we have been subjected to for decades in preparation to making us accept a post-human future. Welcome back to the show, people. This is somebody writing an extraordinary piece about a post human future and um, this is going to nail everything that i talked about in every show and that i ever will talk about i continue it takes a lot of physical and psychological abuse to get an intelligent species like ours to agree to its own extinction uh most if not all have transcended that that has transcended in the past 60 years was designed to get us closer to accepting such a dystopian reality whether you care to accept it or not, we live in a hyper-controlled matrix with, uh, where, our, where our own perception of reality is meticulously planned, managed, and executed in order to control us and steer us in the direction that they wish. And the direction is a post-human world. 
For this, they first needed to destabilize, dehumanize, and demoralize humanity uh, through every means possible, right? The destruction of a nuclear family, uh, children being indoctrinated by the state, abortion, the eradication of God and spirituality from education, life in the megacities and away from nature, toxic food, air, and water, social media replacing real human connection and interaction, engineered financial crises and taxation, endless wars and massive migration, which we've been talking about forever and ever, uh, stress, anxiety, depression, drugs, alcohol, constant fear-mongering, which is what we're going to talk about next week. Moral relativism is the, new, is the new religion, she says. And I could go on and on about how humanity has been influenced and forced to move away from all the things that give us strength, security, purpose, and meaning. A weak, immoral, disconnected, ignorant, and unhealthy population is an easy target for the next stage, which is the creation of an entire generation of andro androgynous beings. Look up androgynous. Masculinity is under attack, psychologically, culturally, and biologically. Women are being replaced in sports, entertainment, and politics. Uh, it's the same thing over and over again. I don't have time to read this, but the transgender movement is not a grassroots movement. It comes from the top. Maybe I'll start by next week by reading this. It's the two and two equals five from George Orwell's 1984. So we'll talk about that more next week. Thank you for listening and be safe, everyone. This is Luca signing off. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth Pick up,